What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Brew Jackets, our live broadcast podcast, where I am joined tonight by the wonderful Kevin Valentin, as always, and myself, Lance. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hefty Duck. And has it been a crazy week or what? It might not seem like it with the Blue Jackets not being in the playoffs, but there is some crazy news, rumors, everything swirling around the team right now. And before we get to that, how you doing, Kev? You doing all right today? Doing good this last week since last Wednesday? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, Hefty Duck. As always, uh, good times, always good times, and always great to do a podcast with Hefty Duck, the greatest duck of all time. And uh, <laughs> I saw my brother's dog, Cooper, recently. Uh, I got tickets to go see a baseball game in July. Nice. Looking pretty good. Um, Going to have a family party on Saturday and uh, one day closer to the uh, Blue Jackets coming back. Oh, yeah. One day closer to the Blue Jackets coming back. In the meanwhile, we can watch them, a few of them out there and about, but, we'll, uh, you know, we're watching the uh, – I am currently watching the uh, the NHL playoffs uh, as we speak. Tonight is going to be the Hurricanes versus the Florida Panthers, and the, the Hurricanes could be out with this. Not something I would have called myself. That was pretty. Uh, that that's it's it's crazy run Florida's having right now. Crazy, um, but catch me over on the Hockey Podcast Network stream uh, tonight at 8 p.m. and I will be live streaming and watching along there. Um, otherwise, uh, and if you're listening to this. Sorry, it's probably already passed. Um, or if you're watching this at a later date, uh, yeah, uh, check out the Hockey Podcast Network. Anyway, our wonderful partner. Um, so, real quick, some other, some real quick NHL news. Um, did you happen to see Dallas fans throwing garbage on the ice the other night? And throw, they literally were throwing garbage at the Vegas Golden Knights too. So. The Florida Panthers do that rat thing, right? They throw the rats on the ice after after a win. Um, it's cool. It's whatever. Honestly, if they just, like, pass the rats out close to the end of the game, you know, and then they just clean them up and, and they just reuse them, that'd be that'd be all right with me. Um, but um, trash. Uh, and, you know, let's not forget who uh, who the one person was or what what fan base that person was who chirped Merzlikens earlier this year mm-hmm. about Kevy. It wasn't this year. It was 2021-2022 season. It was, was it? A, yes, it was. And it was we, earlier this year. No, no. It was 2021-2022 season. 
It was a home game in Columbus for the Blue Jackets, and the Blue Jackets beat the Stars 4-1 that day. And before the game that day, a Stars fan was at that game and said some things <laughs> that were not very nice towards Elvis Merzlikens. And, you know, um, you know, and then, you know, rightfully so, people made a big fuss about it, including on social media. And uh, people found out about it. And the guy, you know, he got called out for it, which was great to see. And um, Blue Jackets fans and Stars fans came together to support each other. All right. Yeah. And then because this happened on Twitter is that when the Blue Jackets went down to Dallas to play the Stars that season, uh, the Stars fans all over Twitter were saying, let's come together to support the Blue Jackets and show some love for Matisse Kivalenix and Elvis Bursley kids. So that was, yeah. So that was really a mo, you know, one Stars fan did something stupid, not very good, but it was a moment in the end when you look back at it now that were two fan bases of the Blue Jackets and the Stars came together to support each other. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it, it's something stupid that turned out like nice at the end. Uh, it's just the way it got there was not cool. Uh, I hope that guy um, realizes uh, the mistake he made in that chirp. Um, in other NHL news, there's also been uh, uh, who else is playing? Let's see, Dallas Stars, Vegas. I think Vegas is up 3 0, right? Mm. As well. So, there, uh, tonight and tomorrow, you can also catch me on the Hockey Podcast. No, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. There's two possible elimination games coming up right now, really soon. So, very interesting stuff to watch. Um, Another championship that had been going on uh, recently where you could have watched some Jackets prospects was the QMJHL championship. And um, it appears that James Maltatesta and Quebec and the Quebec team has beaten the Halifax Mooseheads with uh, another prospect, Jordan Dumai. So um, congrats to James Maltatesta on that and the rest of the team for winning uh, the QMJHL championship. Um, did you see any of it? Do you know what happened with it at all? I didn't get a chance to watch. So, uh, uh, James Malatesta's team, they won that championship on the road. They won that game five to four. Oh. And, uh, Malatesta played pretty good in that game. And just that entire, I mean, their playoffs aren't over yet because they still got to compete in the Memorial Cup. Um, but they basically they won their league, but they're not done yet. They still got to compete in the Memorial Cup, and that entire run through their league. There's a reason why he won that MVP. Oh yeah, he was. You look at the stats, and it's pretty. You know, it's pretty good. It's like something. He had a lot of goals, points. It was like, yeah, that was uh, pretty damn good. And it's pretty cool to see Blue Jackets prospects do well. Because those big moments not only help them now, but it's good for their development. It'll help the Blue Jackets out in the future. So uh, best yeah. of luck to you, James, and hope you get the Memorial Cup. Uh, James Fisher, Blue Jackets prospect who plays for the Youngstown Phantoms, he, he and his team won the Clark Cup last nice. week. Nice. So best – so that's great. 
good for you, James Fisher, and best of luck to you as you move forward and looking forward to see you play for the Blue Jackets. One yeah, day. hopefully it makes uh, to the NHL one day. That'd be awesome. I think Malatesta will. He seems him and Jordan Dumai. I think they're destined for something great. The way that you know the short bits and clips I've seen of them, um, absolutely top-notch players. But that's really cool about the Youngstown Phantoms too, um, which is like if anyone out there is ever very interested in their like I'm kind of closer to Youngstown than I am Columbus, and the, the those tickets for the Youngstown are so cheap. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's it's something good for the family. You know, you can take families there because it's it's cheaper it's kind of like you know uh the monsters games are a bit cheaper too but like they're not like as cheap as the phantom ones but uh depends where you want to sit dope well that's cool to hear um <coughs> was there anything else big that you knew that you've heard of in the uh around the nhl before we get to some blue jackets meat and potatoes um well it's not necessarily surprising that the Coyotes are going to play in Mullet Arena this upcoming season, and they are very adamant, and understandably so, that they are going to be in Arizona one way or another because they have been, their Twitter page has been actively teasing things about, oh, we're, you know, Arizona this, Arizona that, where do you want us to stay <laughs> in Arizona, the pick different cities, Scottsdale, this, blah, 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 name all different cities in Arizona. And they're going to, and they're legitimately going to try and keep it in, in here because they have an owner that has a lot of money and he really wants to stay in Arizona. And one of the reasons why he has the Coyotes is that he owns casinos and to get a gambling license as a business owner in the state of Arizona, you need to own a business. And so he, him buying the coyotes was his way of getting into getting that gambling license in the state of Arizona. Wow. Too much money to know what to do with. <laughs> That's insane. So there, um, yeah, so there's that. And, um, um, yeah, real quick with that, there was some interesting – I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There was something I wanted to add to that. Uh, um, yeah, all this talk swirling around them using Mall Arena next year. Uh, oh, yeah. So basically why this happened is the 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 voters in Tempe, Arizona said no. Even so it is absolutely done with. The voters uh, from the, the, the city yeah. of Tempe, Arizona voted no. But even though, you know. The Coyotes, it, were, it was a gross landfill that's not good for the environment. And the Coyotes literally went to the city of Temple and said, hey, we'll use our own money to clean up that landfill. You don't have to worry about that. Just let us build a, a stadium there and bars and restaurants and whatnot. And, and they shot it down, whatever. But I question it, whatever. But that's <clears throat> that is uh, besides. I heard they might be looking at like some like Native American uh... – uh, it's land. that it's that and they're looking at it like an old abandoned mall site in arizona hey i i know of some abandoned malls like around my area that ended up getting turned like the, the businesses in there aren't really necessarily like typical mall businesses anymore if they're or they just turn it into something else yeah I can <clears throat> um but 
I and then I this does get relayed into the Blue Jackets. I'll just say this quickly, and then we can move on. Which is, and we, we've said this on the show before. Which is, it thought at first it's, well, the Blue Jackets are going to pick Liam Carlson. Then it pops mm. up, well, the Ducks might pick Liam Carlson. They might, you know, and it keeps popping up, be popping up, popping up, and you think there might be something to that. And Leo Carlson is doing well over at the World Hockey Championship. So it's just I want to mention that too. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, so something to consider here is pay attention to this because for for a bit everyone was saying, "No, the Blue Jackets are going to get Leo Carlson." Yeah, and then the rumors pop up saying, "Eh, "Well, I don't know. The Ducks might pick him." So pay attention to that because in that hypothetical scenario, that leaves the Blue Jackets with like Adam Fantilli or a Will Smith or a bunch of other people, right. which would be fine with me. But yeah, it's uh, not really a step down. It's kind of yeah. almost like a step sideways. Yeah. So just something to pay attention. <laughs> something to pay attention to there. That well, something may happen. The Blue Jackets may not be getting who people think they may be getting. You know, it's something to yeah. pay attention to with the third pick. Yeah, very interesting uh, what what might come of that uh, as well because I've been seeing those rumors around a lot. I personally think with all, like, even though he's an amazing player, I think that maybe with some of, like, what, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but I think maybe with some of it with Michkov, he might end up dropping a little lower than what everyone predicted. Um, mm-hmm. he's, I feel like he dropped to a team who doesn't necessarily need, like, a, like a now talent like the top right. three need. So, right. um you know, very interesting to watch. Leo Carlson got a one game or got a game misconduct the other day for um, a hit on somebody that was wasn't it him. Adam Fantilli was it Fantilli? Is he playing for? He's playing for. Can't Adam Fantilli's can't help Leo Carlson is Sweden. Okay, did you see the hit? It was, to me, it was clean. Fantilli is just that tall. <laughs> I think that's part of it. I don't think he was not. I don't think he. He, uh, people people stopped, are that good. Kind of stopped to brace himself. Yeah. And yeah. so I, the, the guy who he hit, his head was down. Um, Carlson, at that point, the momentum on the, on ice, I mean, is just too much. It, it's You can't just stop on a dime always. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Oh, hey, look here. We got the one and only Matt. Lawless at lawless underscore one on Twitter. What's up, Matt? How's Hello, it going? Matt. Hello, Matt. Looks Hello. nice out where you are. What's up, fellas? Hello. What up, what up? Not much. We were just talking about the world championship hockey games that have been going on here and some of the how blue jackets you can find. And wow. how that could potentially benefit, you know, potentially, you know, change who the blue jackets are picking with their third pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> What, how, have you, how have you been, Matt? What's going on? It looks nice out where, like I said, where you were at. Yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah, it's nice down here in South Carolina, bro. Hell yeah. It was nice. I mean, it was a beautiful day up here, too. It was 80 degrees. Went and played some pickleball earlier today. It's a fun time. <laughs> What's the temperature? It's like the 80s up here today. God dang. I think you might have me beat, honestly. It's 77 Dude, it right now. It's hot. Very hot. There was a nice breeze though every now and then. That was kind of nice. It's like six. Um, it's like sixties today in Illinois. Really, windy city or windy area, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, hell yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, real quick, a little bit more about the uh, World Championships. Just a, a reminder to anyone out there who is paying attention to them. Um, we got uh, Alexander Texier on France. France has been sucking, uh, if anyone's paying attention. Samuel Nazco, uh, first Slovakia, um, who have been doing better than I thought they were going to. And uh, Ole uh, Bjorjevic Holm from Norway. Um, and don't forget, Tim Burney is on, on the reserve roster for Switzerland. So um, keep an eye out for them as well. So that leads me right into um, the next thing I'd like to talk about, which is the coaching situation. So, Matt, did you happen to see the one and only Brad Larson got fired a while ago? I, I figured. I figured. Yeah, you, you, you. I mean, we talked about this last time I was on. I think. Yeah, I, right. I think I was on. Like right after it happened. Yeah. Yep. yep. And so since then, we have a couple options um, for the Blue Jackets that have come up. Uh, we got some like older guys who are already proven in the NHL. They're 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 Cup winners. Um, they've taken teams to to the finals multiple times. Um, and then we have a couple other coaches that would be good fits. But I don't like want older time. guys. Well, but but it'd be another first time coach. Brad Larson was a first time coach. Well, head coach. Head, head, coach. head coach, correct. Uh, NHL head coach too. I don't know yeah. if they did anything else anywhere, but he um, he was an assist. He started out as an assistant in the minors, then head coach in the minors, then moved his way up to be assistant coach for the Blue Jackets for seven years under John Tortorella before John Tortorella left. And he took it over. Gotcha. So there's a person out there that's similar to uh, that in a way. It would be his very first head coaching job uh, in the NHL. And that is uh, a gentleman. And this is credit to Mark Shake from the Hockey Writers. Good guy. Um, he is. Uh, he references a guy here named Ryan Warf- Warzowski, um, who has been uh, – He's working on Team USA, uh, coaching under uh, general manager Chris Clark, who happens to be the director of personnel at the Blue Jackets. So there's a connection there with this Ryan Worsowski. No. 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 Okay, so. The the reason that he gets, and I read an article about this, is that he has shown that he can't, potential to be a good coach and, and the, the, another thing that the blue jackets need is he's shown that he can help develop talent yeah and that's what the blue jackets he right now it's only like 34 so uh, you know he's young he, he's worked with young people uh quite a lot who's he who's he developed um i don't know <laughs> uh he i mean so far the team usa in in the world, which he is coaching, is 5-0. So that's something to, to look at uh, a bit. But like like Mark Shag mentioned in his article, if I, I'm not sure that, that a first-time coach is what we need right now as a Blue Jack. It's just a personal opinion. Um, but he should maybe at least get an interview, you know, future consideration type. Um, and then uh, so – Another, uh, not really a first-time NHL, uh, well, maybe a first-time NHL coach, but not a first-time coach. Um, so, uh, 
Last week, Kevin mentioned the the head coach from uh, Quinnipiac, which is the the team the the uh, yeah, what league? They 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 just won the national championship this past season for in college hockey, for college hockey. Yeah. And okay. you look at his history; he has a history. He built up this program, which wasn't very good, to where now it's good and develop again. He's he's shown he can you can develop talent, especially at a lesser named school. And if you can do that and get them to win the national championship. Yeah. That, well, that kind of, I was trying to compare him to um, the guy I want, who's about a, a, a step up from him. So we have Patrick Roy, who we just mentioned earlier in this episode, um, the Quebec uh, Ramparts just beat uh, the Halifax Mooseheads. And uh, Patrick Roy was the head coach of Quebec. So, you know, it's a little bit older group. The QMJHL is, is you know, still young guys. Um, but, um, you know, it, that could be an interesting choice to look at, in my opinion, as well. Um, you know, they've had interviews with uh, La Violette, proven track record, old, kind of older guy, definitely can win. Uh I mean, he was just recently with the Capitals. I think under him, the Capitals have at least one cup, right? Yeah. So, interesting. Um, very interesting. Um, another, another one to look at, too, is team is in, in this double IHF World Champion Tournament is Team Finland's coach. Uh, I think it's Yuka Yelonen. I... I'm just pronouncing it that way. I'm gonna I, let it go, see, and you know, fuck it. I've heard his name. I've heard his um, name pronounced, but I just don't remember. Yeah, how he's been. Him. He was rumored last time we were up for a coach too, because he is Finnish, and as we all know, our, our general manager Jarmo Kekalainen is Finnish as well, and uh, you know, we just get along well, vibe well, you know, get. The team, I don't know. I don't really know much about him. So once again, um, basically, here's the there's a story among a lot of these guys that the Blue Jackets could pick, and uh, the Finnish guy, he's a similar story where he's helped us helped uh, teams win championships over in Finland, and he, and I think he has a connection to Patrick Line as well. And again, he's shown that he can develop talent. Nice. Well, that's pretty um, – yeah, just, I just want to add on to that uh, from our discussion from last week where we were talking about the coaches and everything too. Um, just because, uh, I mean, shit, like they've they've already talked to uh, Pascal Vincent and Peter LaViolette, Mike Babcock, and, and, and others. I don't know who all the others are. Um, I'd rather know, get I, an I think assistant was... from another – I'd rather get an assistant from another NHL team. I – well, we already have one, an assistant from another another NHL team. He's an assistant on our team. That's Pascal Vincent. He helped. He helped um, uh, Patrick Line. Yep. Um, Jack you know, develop, and he helped Jack Rosovic develop too. And so, what did the, what did the teams that he was an assistant on end up? Winnipeg doing? Jets. So, um, the ba- I'll just a quick little story. Basically, Pascal Vincent, his coaching history is that every time, everywhere he's been, he's been a good coach. And he's won a lot of games and getting coach of the year. And then he was with the Jets minor league team and developed a lot of their talent. 
which helped the Jets go on multiple runs in the playoffs, including one in the conference final in 2018 against Vegas before getting knocked out. And two of the guys that are currently on the Blue Jackets, he helped develop, which is Jack Rosovic and Patrick Laine. And he's really, Patrick Laine really likes him. Also, this past season, Patrick Laine, he's a winger, but he really wanted to play center because he's the type of guy that really wants to just help out the team any way he can. And he approached both Brad Larson and Pascal Vincent about it. They thought oh, there's, but Pascal Vincent is the one that put Patrick Laine in center. It was two games, a short sample size, but it looked pretty good. And again, it, like the theme of many things, he has a history of showing that he can develop players. And but he, there's a difference between developing NHL capable players and NHL winning players. It is true. It is true. Um, because, uh, you know, a lot of people complained uh, about um, Patrick Lyon this year. Um, I mean, he had some of the top stats on the team. Um, if the rest of the team could maybe, you know, get some more assists in there and shit, like he'd look a lot better, right? He, uh, good, Great players look better with great teams. Um, you know, so you do have, you do have a point there. Um, and also another point that I'd like to make is it's we've already reached into our own pool last year and got our one assistant, Brad Larson. So the, the blue jackets are all looking for a head coach and a um, goaltending coach. So mm-hmm. if, if Pascal Vincent were to take that head coach job, now they'd be looking for an assistant coach and a goaltending coach still, which there's plenty of candidates for assistant. I think it's, Less important than the head coach, of course. That's why I've called the head coach. Um, that's just that's like my only argument against is that we've already we being the Blue Jackets um, have already uh, took that step last year, um, and and I think we really. I like what you said about the young coach, Matt. I also like the idea of getting someone who is tried and true, someone who has that experience. Um, uh, with winning teams, because uh, Brad Larson, I mean, for he was with the Jackets for what, like a decade, like whatever, January, and they haven't really won much in that decade. There was two times they got into the playoffs, and once they got past the first round. Wow. Whoever you take with the third pick in this draft is pretty much going to be the centerpiece of your team. Correct. They're going to be a center. A a, a set. They will be a center, and they will be Basically, a big part of the team's future. It's basically like they're they're gonna be like Joe Burrow is to the Bengals. Somewhat. Yeah. Um, it, it probably it's it's it has the potential to be a Joe Burrow type, but it's probably yeah. closer to like probably like a Josh Allen or like a Patrick. But you never know. We could always get a Johnny Man So basically what I Basically, what I would want to get from a coach is like somebody like a Zach Taylor, somebody that's won from another team, right? Not really experienced as a head coach. Bring him in and let him win with the guy that you take at the with the third pick. Yeah, and I mean, so the the stars that currently stick out the most right now are easily said it's Patrick Laine and John Gaudreau. Those are the two biggest – well, 
Right, but even over the world, they have fans that aren't Blue Jackets fans. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, and so you know, adding, really getting that Boone Jenner's amazing. He's very he's a popular player uh, amongst the fan base. But yeah, adding that third third yeah. candidate in there will be crucial. But, most most likely, Adam Fantilli or Leo Carlson. One yeah, of those. most likely. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. Um, right people, now, everyone was saying, oh, they're going to get Leo Carlson. But then it's like, oh, then rumors pop up. Well, actually, the Ducks who got the second pick, they might take Carlson. And then Carlson's been playing pretty good over in the World Hockey Championship. So that yeah. might sway them from taking Carlson, which is, hey, they get Fantilli. That's pretty good, you know, too. Because, you know, like I said, you're basically getting a good player that can change your team. Um. All right. Well, right now I'd like to do the little ad read. So I'm going to play this little promo video while I send this text. I'll see you guys on the other side of this promo video and I will be reading the ad. Let's face it with coffee starting at $5. Uh, even without any customizations and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we're officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. Uh, so a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is a premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want when you want without breaking the bank. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still play less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can uh, pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping uh, for any Canadians out there listening. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Uh, some of my favorite uh, uh, parts of uh, uh, features of Raycon are... Uh, the uh, the earbud tap notification or function where you can like turn the volume up and down or switch songs or whatever. It's really handy uh, if, I'm, if I'm out like on my skateboard or outside working or whatever uh, to be able just to hit those real quick instead of bring up my whole phone. Um, noise isolation, also very nice um, in, in very busy areas. If I'm up at a coffee shop, uh, you know, working on some art or whatever. Um, and uh, they're water and sweat resistant. So that's really nice for uh, <clears throat> working outside as well. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today and get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. And <clears throat> now one more here. Uh, light the lamp during hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Let's take a look at the DraftKings odds uh, for tonight's uh, NHL game. I'm looking this up right now live as I'm speaking. So let's see. Today, 8.05 p.m., Carolina Hurricanes versus the Florida Panthers. 
we have the puck line at a plus 1.5 for the Carolina Hurricanes and a minus 1.5 for Florida. Um, this is a, a home game for Florida, right? It is. Um, money line is a minus 105 for the Hurricanes and a minus 115 for the Florida Panthers. So if you're interested, check out some more um, odds over at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash THPN. I believe that's the website. Uh, but check it out. Uh, you know, do your own research. Don't just like take my word on whatever the odds are. Like, I don't know shit. Uh, oh, uh, this is an advert. My bad. Said curse and advert. Whatever. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 uh, hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Uh, in Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific Responsible gambling resources. Anyway, after all that mouthful, we're gonna get back to what we were talking about a bit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Episode, episode before that. What up? What you drinking on, Kevin? Oh, well, I can't drink it because not today because I'm having a party on Saturday, so I got to hold out on that. Um, but you know. It's I saw, yeah. <laughs> Noise. But uh, Union Soldier, the fun Blue Jacket steamed beer made by Endeavor Brewery. It, uh, it's and sold you out. Can't get it. Well, you, you can't. For now. For now, because, well, it's sold out and it's not coming back till October. But uh, thanks to everyone who bought it, we appreciate yeah, it. I can't support. get it no matter what because they don't ship across yeah. state lines. Well, no. Yeah. yeah. Now, we'll see I you asked, back in Ohio one of these days. Yeah, I asked about that because I had a Zoom meeting with them last last year. I said, "Oh, my family and friends in Illinois, they'd love to have some," and they said, "Oh, we can't do that for legal reasons." But you know, I brought I got some four cases of this back in October when I was there for a game, and I've been sharing it with my family and friends. Oh. And that we they still we still have some and family and friends are coming over on Saturday, so we're gonna share more of this with our family and friends. So I just learned via Google the United States Postal Service, so USPS, prohibits sending alcohol beverages through the mail, but you can ship alcohol via couriers such as FedEx or UPS. So just FedEx that shit. Um, as far as like a company doing it for you yeah probably not you'd have to go buy it yourself and then ship it yourself probably yeah. as like a gift to a friend that's it's probably allowed as a gift to a friend i mean you know 21 plus for drinking in but, uh, uh the whole united Lance, states i'm your friend go buy me a case of it but i mean they he couldn't even if he wanted to because they it's like, they are like, sold out. out it's not coming back till october yeah um, well, quit teasing nope. me, Kevin. What well, you're the you're the one that asked what it was. Oh, so, yeah. I saw Kevin you carry also, the can in. 
I saw you carry the can in. I, I did because I was going to save it till end of the show, but you know, oh well. Hey, we roll at the mid slot now. Uh, end of the show might get a little crammed. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I am uh, going to be over at the THPN live stream watch along with the Caniac Report again. Um, love those dudes, bro, Sam and Sam. Bro, have you seen their fucking um, promo ads, the Hurricanes promo ads on Twitter? Those Dude, things are so fucking badass. Have you have you seen the Florida ones too? Dude, they're they're, they're going back and forth. It, it, go like if Damn. you have a chance, go look that at here Florida kitty ones. kitty one. That here kitty kitty well, one was okay. fucking fire, dude. Yeah, but did you see the 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 picture before that? It was a response picture. There was a picture before that where like there was like wildcats or like you know bob panthers or whatever bobcats like kind of like circling in on on Carolina, which um hey. You're from South Carolina. This should, well, not from there, but you currently live there. So um, I'm assuming you're going to be rooting for them. Yeah. Eh, I'm kind of caught up in soccer right now. Really? Right yeah. on. I see your name here is Matt FC, Cincinnati's new number one fan. Right. If you're getting into some soccer. Oh, yeah. I actually, I subscribe to the, uh, to the season pass thing. Been watching some soccer lately. Hell yeah, that's cool. Soccer game. number one team in all of, number one team in all of MLS. That's correct. They are doing pretty are they good really? stuff this season. Yep. Yes, nice. That's pretty awesome. Do you know how the crew are doing by any chance? Not, I don't pay attention. Not 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 as good as uh, FC Cincinnati. As as FC Cincinnati. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, that's all right. Well, good luck to both uh, the rest of this MLS season. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, dope. Dude. I'm actually going to be, I'm actually going to be attending uh, my very first MLS match in July. Yeah. They're playing uh, Charlotte FC. It's FC Cincinnati at Charlotte FC. So I'm going to go to Charlotte and watch it. I've never been to an MLS game and I I grew up playing a lot of soccer. I've been to two crew games and they're a lot of fun. Yeah. They look fun. From what I see on the, on the internet, they look like a blast. Um, they are. I, I have the, some the only, the only thing that I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna like is uh, Charlotte FC plays in the Panthers Stadium. It's not like a dedicated soccer stadium. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, do they they take they roll up the turf? Is, is it artificial turf? I'm assuming, or they just paint the lot. Uh, they, in, different I think they're natural grass. I'm Ooh. don't really. I think they are. I think they're natural grass. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen how like some of those floors move? Like they can literally like they move just like the floor of like an outdoor arena, so like it doesn't get too scorched. Mm-hmm. Like they just yeah. pick. It just like comes up and like zzz, like like a, like a tarp over a pool or something. Like yeah, I've seen wild. that. Wild. That's pretty cool. Well, probably pretty dope. Something to keep an eye on out there. For any soccer fans, I know there's a lot. The growing sport, it's just it's fat as fast of growing as the NHL has been, which has been quite a bit. Um, so something super kind of off topic from everything we else we've talked about. So there's been bids for the um uh the senators, the Ottawa Senators for the there's been bids to to buy that team, right? Okay, so if they end up going for a billion dollars. That's going to change the face of the NHL. 
because now every they're going to move. If they go to if they go for a billion dollars, they're going to move the motherfuckers to Las Vegas. No, uh, well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm back to talking about hockey here. Um, Ottawa Senators have been. There's been a lot of talk about who's got the highest bid on them. What I mean by this is, so if they go for a billion, let's say the Blue Jackets currently where we're at is worth like 830 million. I don't know. I don't know. I'm making that number it's up. About, out of- it's about. So they used to be worth about 345 million, and then in the most recent report, according to the Forbes, it jumped to like over 600 million. Right on. So, but so the Ottawa Senators, they they're an older team. In the Blue Jackets, they have not been super great for the last few years. They had a good run there at one point, right? Um, 2016-2017 season, they made it to the conference finals before getting knocked out by Pittsburgh. If they sell now, someone had brought up the, the possible price tag that 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 the owner might be asking a lot of money. If they sell for a billion or almost a billion, that's going to make. The Arizona Coyotes worth more. That's going to make the San Jose Sharks worth more because we're looking at one of the smallest markets in the NHL. Yes. Now, Canadian markets tend to be a lot, look very loyal to their team. But um, I just wanted to bring up this random point I was thinking about that that it could actually affect the value of of our team, uh, the Blue Jackets, um, depending on how much the Senators go for. And then they've kind of got, you know, the hockey guy, he's done videos on the senators being who could buy him everything. And basically, it's like one day it's like, well, uh, Snoop Dogg, he wants to, he wants, it's like Snoop Dogg, he wants, it's like, yeah, Snoop Dogg, he wants to buy a stake in the senators and he wants to get other people to join him. And then Ryan Reynolds with like a couple other people that want to try and jump in and get the senators. And then there's a couple of other people that want to get in and you pool their money into what, with, you know, one big pool and yeah. use their money to try and get them. So. And I, I personally just think that like, because of they haven't chosen a bid yet that it's just free game still. Yeah. They're asking for, I, I'm assuming that they're asking for a lot, you know, but anyway, so. Enough with that. I want to move on to our, our our series we've been doing for like four episodes in a row now, which is the Making the Cut series, which is who's going to be here next year. Um, you know, we talked about that with the coaches here. Um, we have a, a few minutes, well, not a few minutes, we have like a little while left here in this episode. Um, and we're going to start. So last week we ended off with um, talking about Justin Danforth at right wing. Um, he was out for most of this last series. Uh, we said we're probably going to see him next year. I think we gave him the thumbs up, right? Um, good third, fourth, good third line, fourth line guy. That's so. He here's was. where we start. We're going to start throwing some shade around a bit. It's going to feel like, but it's nothing personal to any one of these players. Um, I don't it's think we saw personal. much. <laughs> it's personal from Matt. Um, he said, "Fuck you personally. I'm knocking your house." Never mind. Um, this next guy we didn't see a whole ton of this year, and I'm actually I like him. I'm a butcher a lot. <laughs> I'm a butcher. Him. I'm all about the beef. <laughs> uh, loves having the beef. Um, so I get I've gotten called Lane a lot in my life. L A N E. 
a lot of people just like forget the C or they don't remember my name. They're like, it's like Luke or Lane or something. Bye. See you later. So this next guy's name is Lane Pedersen, a uh, one of uh, Patrick Lyon's friends from Finland. Um, he's 25 years old. He's a forward. He played in 16 games this year. Uh, two goals, one assist in those 16 games. Um, not bad, but he's off to 25 already. See, he's at best. He's at best. He's probably just another good third line, fourth line guy that you can use for your team. But man, probably, if anything, that's it. That's the best he can do, and probably not going to be with the Blue Jackets. Or yeah, Hopkins. first, second line for the, the monster. Yeah, yeah, yep. He's cut, cut. For the audio listeners out there, Matt just made scissors cutting. Yep. Um. And I'm not sure we'll really be able to get through all the rest of these yet today, but that's a that's a pretty easy one. He, I just didn't. He's not. He's he's gr- great player uh, in other leagues. He might shine, but I just haven't seen him shine yet in the NHL. So, um, bro, you got next, lowered expectations. The next one we have Tim Bernie, 22 years old defenseman. He played in 59 games this year. He was not supposed to play in that many. He was our backup. We brought up from the Cleveland Monsters. Um, 22 years old, defenseman. And he's a defensive defenseman too. So keep that in mind. He has one goal, two assists. Um, I like Tim Bernie. I, I like see, him a lot. See, Do I, I think, think yeah, his skill I, I, I think you could see him in spots. Yeah. I yeah. think like, like if your team is giving up a, a, a lot of, a lot of goals, I, I could see it. Yeah, I think his play, he played, given the circumstances that he was thrown into, under normal circumstances, he still would have been in Cleveland developing, which would have been good for him. But ultimately, he played really good given the circumstances he was in and probably, you know, helped his development out that way. And I think he probably, with the way he played, he probably earned him at least, you know, a, a shot with the Blue Jackets, whether that be to start the season out, start the season out or sometime later down uh the road and considering that in mind. and considering he's only like a sixth round draft pick so if you <laughs> yeah, could right. like that you've already gotten you've already gotten a win out of that yeah and and something to think about too is is that you're right his this is like a development year um absolutely he unfortunately he does have a plus minus so of of minus 26. So he was on the ice as a defensive defenseman on the ice for a lot of the goals that were given up this year. Um, so Sounds. that's, uh, and he also had uh, 34 penalty minutes. He was, he's, he's young yet. He's still learning control. Um, I think you're right. And something to keep in mind is there is always three healthy scratches on every roster, every game. No. Um, so it's something to keep in mind. The next one also, this is a guy we we got in. We just saw the the, the start of him lat, at the end of this last season. Hunter McCone, 20 years old forward, um, 12 games played with no goals, two assists. That's another one who's going to, I personally think, need some development yet. He's, yeah, I'll see, see him in Cleveland. See you. Cleveland, yeah. yeah, that's that's right. He is, so the, basically the thing is he was one of, one of the best players – this past season, one of the best players in college hockey, and even Yarmo Kekalainen said that he was excited that they were able to get him to come 
to the Blue Jackets as a free agent yeah. signing. From Colorado, right? He was a captain Colorado. of Colorado. Colorado College. Yeah. And um, what you drinking on? Coffee. I'm gonna be up late tonight. <laughs> for the twelve, you know, for the twelve games, I thought he looked, you know, decent and got his first NHL point. Good center that won some faceoffs for the Blue Jackets, but he needs more development. He's more of a piece for the future, so he'll be with with the Monsters. Yeah. Speaking of. We're gonna looking good, goddamn, Lance. <laughs> nice little, nice, nice little. Been working out, man. Oh, dude, oh yeah. Been getting out, doing some pickleball, lifting some weights, dude. Out Got of your six fun. by six room. Yes, my six by six room. Yeah, this is how. This is as far back as I got. I can go from here to here, and to do push-ups, I have to be diagonal. I hope you take some. Uh, some uh, vitamin B12, man. Um, I used it, to it helps. It, it helps your body when when you don't get a lot of sun, you know. What? But, okay, so uh, vitamin D also is, is what the sun and light helps with. And did you know, I'm not going to make a penis joke with this, I promise. Um, <laughs> did you know that uh, people with the red hair uh, get more, uh, or produce more vitamin D? Since we're more fair skinned, there you go. Because like the sun affects me more. Like I can be out Just, there for ten minutes, I'm getting burned. You might not. Freckles don't count as fair skin. Because don't don't redheads have more freckles than? Yeah, yeah. I got a shit ton. The more I go out in the sun, the more I do. <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Well, thanks for the compliment. I I do appreciate it. Um. So with, with these last few guys, like we're going to say no to a lot of them. Uh, and a lot of it's because they were the guys who were left on the Monsters this last year when a lot were brought up. So they, they didn't get as many chances is what I'm saying. The next one I'm going to talk about is Tyler Angle. Yep. He's a 22 years old. He plays center. He had two games played this year. So, never um, NHL goal though. But he got an NHL goal in his uh, one game that he played. So, will we see more of him next year? Too early to tell. We're not going to see him. But like tomorrow, like if the season started tomorrow, yeah, no, we're not going to see him. If development, some crazy development happens over the summer, he, I mean, he's he'll be twenty three next year, right? That's young enough uh, to like still be able to mold, kind of. You know, like you have your habits, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm thinking we're not going to see him right away. Very young, very young. Um, someone who I have personally been a major fan of, but not for much good reason this last year, um, is Trey Fix Wolanski. Um, he is the the Cleveland Monsters star right wing, um, or star forward. Uh, one of the star forwards. Um, he had nine games played with one goal this year and he missed a team breakfast and got sent the fuck back down to the monsters. Boom. Right away. Um, what do you think? Basically, you know, I see the offensive talent and he proved it getting 28 goals with the monsters last this past season. So it's there. He is a little bit on the smaller side, but I think so. He's probably better suited to be first line, second line guy. And I've said this before in regards to many people on the show. It's like, 
who are you going to take out of the lineup for it to put him up there? Right. And you're not, unless yeah. he just has like a ridiculously good preseason slash training camp slash like if he plays really good with the monsters, then yeah. you're doing it. But most likely he's probably not with the Blue Jackets to start out the season. This is going to be a fun discussion after the first couple of preseason games too. Cause then we'll know, we'll know a lot more about who developed. Uh, I mean, all these dudes, I keep saying it just cause you know, I'm not getting any younger, but all these dudes are very young. Um, I mean, there's a couple who are older and, we, and I think we, we, when they're older, we know, we know when, if they're on the team or not next year, you know, uh, for the most part, we, seen enough of them but some of these young guys uh next on the list we have yuna luoto um wait which one is yuna patrick line's friend okay yes. i'm sorry i misspoke earlier with lane Pedersen. i think about yeah. being his friend. so it's yuna luoto um who's just like Pedersen though 25 years old he's a forward he played in seven games with one goal i don't think we saw much of him but also with same with him as lane peterson we didn't um, see much. He did. Mo- Unaloto did most of his goods. He did get his first ever NHL goal with the Blue Jackets. So credit to him for that. That was great to see. But again, most of his good stuff that he did was done with the Monsters. Yeah, yeah. So, that's about as far as I know uh, about him as well, too. And, and I think that's that's fine. You know what? Some people are. Uh, can be top of the league in the AHL, and then when this for some reason when they hit the NHL, they just get walked over. But that's you know the way life but goes, I guess. A, you can still make a good, a decent to a good career just playing minor league hockey. Because yeah, those get those those dudes get paid like seven hundred thousand dollars a lot of times. Team, like. Teams value teams values those types of guys that can play good in the minors and help develop your talent. And if you need someone yeah. to play, you can pull them up. Yeah, some of those older dudes that can help the younger guys. Absolutely. Like the next one is Brendan Gauntz, a center, uh, 28 years old. He plays center, five games played with one assist. Um, See, basic, he, so his story is that with the Blue Jackets is that he played when given the chance to play in the 2021-2022 season, he was a good third-line, fourth-line guy, score some goals, help the team win some games. But I – and a big reason why, but he's mostly a guy in the a mostly minor league guy. And the only reason he played five games this past season is because he got hurt. And if he wasn't hurt, he probably would have gotten a chance to play given the injuries that the Blue Jackets have because he's a center and yeah. the Blue Jackets need help at center. Yeah. Um, Most likely just staying with the Monsters. Three, four, five, six. Okay. So let's talk about this next guy and then let's get into our sign offs. Um, so I can go do the live stream. This next guy, um, because I don't think it's gonna take long with the next one. Um, Michael Hutchinson, 32 years old, goalkeeper, 16 games this year, which is actually quite a bit for for who he like where he came from and everything. And uh oh. 32. See ya. Yeah. I think we're going to see him on the Monsters next year. He he did have one assist, so he had a point, which is better than some other players. But, yeah, yeah, I don't think we're going to see much of him next year as long as Daniil Tarasov is developed correctly. Or Honestly, just- listen, you could, for Michael Hutchinson, he did what the Blue Jackets asked of him. They needed a yeah. depth goalie to play some games 
and he did that, and he played he played some good games. He helped him win some games. So that's all you could ask of him. He said he's just a good depth defenseman that's shown that he can win games in, in the NHL. And if he needs someone in the minors, he can do that as well. So probably not with the Blue Jackets, but if, you know, it is yeah. it's probably the Monsters. But he did what the Blue Jackets asked of him. Just and we might see goal. him called up with injuries. Injuries happen, well, you know, especially. So the reason I don't want to go much farther than Hutchinson is the next player we're going to end up talking about quite a bit. And that is going to be... Elvis Merzlikens, and we'll talk about him next week because we're running out of time. Um, definitely some interesting things around him. Uh, love him, hate him, whatever. What, time, what time's your live stream, Lance? It's going to be starting at 8 p.m., so I'm going to get a little dinner in me. Um, going to get set up over there. It takes me about yeah. 10, 15 minutes. And, well, I'll uh, hop on. I'll hop on and watch you. Right on. You say, oh, you're going to watch it? Or you want me yeah. to send you a link? Oh yeah, you can send me a link too. That's uh, cool. I send you a link. We're gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be alive with the Kaniac report. There are two dudes from South Carolina, um, so you might have awesome. some interesting thing to talk about with them. Actually, are they from South Carolina or North Carolina? Where is Carolina Hurricanes? North Carolina. They're in North Carolina. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I have no clue, dude. People tell me say North and South Carolina to me all the time, and honestly. I just call it – it should just be one state called Carolina. <laughs> I, yeah, no shit, no shit. Same way with the Dakotas. Yeah, exactly, just Dakota. Like, what's so – it's all nothing up there anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so is there anything else uh, you'd like to add tonight, Matt? Uh, I'm going to start up a, um FC Cincinnati podcast. I'm working on it right oh, yeah? now. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Hell yeah. You got a name yet? No. That's the thing. I can't come up with a clever name because it's literally just FC Cincinnati. Well, see, right now what you could do with that is since the the whole FC Cincinnati logo is a lion wearing a crown. I've got got some ideas going on. uh, You could play off of that. um, Play off, you know, Cincinnati being the Queen City, Cincy. I don't know. There's, I'm just throwing some stuff out there. But um, I'm working on a, I'm working on a little, I'm working on a little studio area in my garage. You know, cool. Nice. Yeah, it'll probably be nice and warmer than Dale's, which is from the Bengals and Brood podcast. Well, some okay. people that helped us start this podcast here. Go check them out if you would. They're awesome guys. I like sitting on their chats sometimes as well. Um, yeah. Dope. Shout out to Dale. I like Shout Dale. Out to them all. But yeah, if you don't got anything else to add, I think we'll move on to no, Kevin to oh. clo- uh, sign yourself off, if you would. Matt was going to say something. Was he? No. No. Oh, okay, then. The dog was going to say something. <laughs> growl, growl, wolf, bark. Bark, bark. Sorry yeah. if I offended him. Bork, bork, bork. Okay, well, anyways, I'll just move on to me. Um, anyways, as I said earlier on in the show, I just want to big a big thank you to everyone who bought Union Soldier, the fun Blue Jackets seemed to be here for Union Blue Soldiers by Endeavor Brewing. It's sold out, especially sold out twice at our bar. Thank you so much for all the support. It did so well. Um, 
if you didn't have a chance to get it, well, then that's too bad because it's it's not coming back till October. But when it, rub it in, Kevin, rub it in. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> but, by then. but come October, everyone should try Union Soldier, a fun blue jacket seemed to be here for Union Blue Soldiers made by Endeavor Brewing. And then, of course, it's delicious. It, it, is. So it is. It is. It is. It is a good beer, loved by uh, many people. My family and friends love it, and uh, you can love it too. So tr check it out back when it comes back in October. Go check out Union Blue Soldiers. It's a try it, love it. It'll love you back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, go check out Union Blue Soldiers, a fun blue jacket scene group that uh, I do. We do, obviously, we got the beer, and we do marches to cheer on the Blue Jackets. Uh, last two times, we've done it with the Blue Jackets. They brought their team mascot, Stinger, and, you know, they're the people who throw out the T-shirts in the game, and they put us on TV, and, you know, it's been a lot of fun. So we're going to do, you know, the Blue um, Uni Blue Soldiers is going to do another march in October, so go check that out. And check out Uni Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms, and uh, check us out. Follow us. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. One one more thing. Sorry. Um, go for it. I also want to um tell everybody to go check out Rally Ramanati. You That's know, we right. forget oh, the yeah. Santori. Santori. We forget Santori oh, was a founding member of this podcast. He was and, uh, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um dope. Well, my name is Lance. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Happy Duck as well as on Instagram. You check out some of my artwork there. I do many things. It's fun. I like doing it. Hit me up for commissions. Um, other than that, uh, you can find uh, us I need a on... logo, Lance. Oh, hey, yeah, I do, huh? Yeah. All right. We can talk. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, I did some logos for some other uh, other Blue Jackets podcasts. Um, you know, it's, it's didn't you uh, do the didn't you do rally around the natties? I also did rally around the natties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. There's uh, yeah. it's a uh, there's little like one of my first couple ones, but um, yeah, I did there as sweet, well. That sweet logo up in the corner. Oh yeah, you can check it up there next to Kevin's face as well. The logo. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I like the old logo better. Well, this is an alternate. Uh, I, I like yeah. I like that one, but nothing we'll flip them back and forth original. here and there. You know, back and gigs. Yeah, um, but you can find the Blue Jack uh, the Brew Jackets podcast on Twitter at Brew Jackets Pod. Um, you can find us on YouTube at Brew Jackets. Uh, you can also find us on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can find podcasts. We're there. The number one Blue Jackets podcast. The number one. <laughs> Uh, right. Uncontested, absolute best. Luchette Fuck everybody else. There has been or will be. Yeah. Um, so sorry to any of my friends out there on other podcasts, but that's just the way it is. Um, Fuck them. Anyway, this has been a all about the drama. Rue Jackets podcast, a Blue Jackets themed podcast. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Thanks for all the love, the follows, everything. It means a lot to me and the rest of us. And subscribe. Oh, yeah, hit like, subscribe, uh, do all the things subscribe. with the things, the buttons and everything. Uh, it helps us out. So uh, we will see you all next Wednesday. Oh, uh, catch me in like a half hour on THPN stream. Peace. I'll be on there too. Not that that's a positive. <laughs>